1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could
3: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Keeper or trade, um, Brandon Ayuk, although you can, you can certainly call up and say, no, 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 trade Debo. Um, or, I don't know, you know, I know what the fans' reaction, no, just pay everybody. I don't know if you can. Especially if you follow our next guest on Twitter, uh, Bucky Brooks, former NFL or NFL Network. You know all his work, and uh, we love having him on. And uh, and he hates Brandon Ayuk, right? Like you, 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 you trade this guy for
2: a bag of rocks, right? Oh, I thought you were just leading in. I thought you were just trying to set it up, trying to get everybody frothy before I came on. <laughs> no, I wouldn't <laughs> trade Brandon Ayuk. Um, look, I think he's a really good player. I think I understand exactly what he and Debo and all those guys are. Brandon Ayuk is a top player. Brandon Ayuk is fighting for the marquee as the number one receiver for the 49ers. But the Niners have to make a choice because it's hard to have two high-priced wide receivers, a high-priced tight end, a high-priced left tackle, pass versus galore, and all of those things. So what they got to figure out is if they're going to run it back this year, and they don't have to pay Brandon Ayuk right now. They have time. They just got to figure out who is the real number one receiver. You can make the case that Brandon Ayuk is the number one receiver based on him having 1,300 yards, 28 catches of over 20 yards, uh, the big plays that he made, but you're paying Debo Samuel like he's the number one. They got to figure out what's the true pecking order of the passing game before they can determine whether they're going to pay Brandon Ayuk or not.
4: Does part of this also factor in the issue that they don't really throw the ball that much? They threw the ball the 32nd most in football. Does that make you even more cautious about paying two guys this much?
2: No, I don't, I don't think it is that I, I just think like, what you got to do is if you're the 49ers, you got to figure out who are the essential pieces to the program. And I'm saying like, Brandon, you can be an essential piece, but what are you going to give up? Cause remember I said the two wide receivers, the tight end. I forgot, you got the running back, too, and Chris McCaffrey. <laughs> yep. You cannot have all of the money on that side of the ball and not give up something. So you have to just figure out what are the essentials, who you're willing to move. Brandon Ayuk is probably a more rounded wide receiver than Debo Samuel, but Debo does so much for this offense. Can you afford to move on from him and give it all to Brandon Ayuk?
0: Okay, Bucky Brooks with us. There's a bunch of stuff. Let's back up and go back to your social media from three days ago, which got everybody going. And would you explain Mm -hmm. to our audience what you were saying? Because I I think you've gathered this now. The normal 49er (laughs) fan thought was Debo Samuel is this wild card who does a bunch of stuff, but the traditional good route runner is Brandon Ayuk. And then you shook everybody up by coming in and going, no, neither one of them are great route runners.
2: (laughs) No, what I said They're not polished route runners. So here's the thing. The 49ers have an offense that is all catch and run base, meaning they want to put the the ball in the hands of the playmakers and let them run around. Most teams are afraid to play the Niners in man-to-man because of all the pre-snap shifting, all the condensed formations, and all of the myriad of things that Kyle Shanahan does. So what you get is Brandon Ayuk, Deebo Samuel, George Kittle catching the ball in space on the move so they can run and utilize all the punt return skills that are in the background. What I'm saying is when the Chiefs and when other teams like the Cleveland Browns line up and play man-to-man, nose-to-nose, the San Francisco 49ers, that's not their strength in terms of their wide receivers. And so everyone pushed back like, oh, you're saying Brandon I sucks. No, he's <laughs> a good route runner. I'm saying that when we talk about the best of the best, winning one-on-one, him, Debo Samuel, and all those guys it's been proven they don't win against the elite corners based on what they did last year so they have to understand that that's a part of the game that either cow has to help them get over by stacking and moving and doing some other stuff you just have to know what they are they can be elite receivers because by all accounts brandon Ayuk was an elite receiver last season but with the route running part of it particularly against press and man and all those things it's still an area where they have to win and before you hit me with the analytics and space and all that other stuff, when you look at the tape, the tape tells you they struggle against man-to-man teams.
4: I had charts. I had stats. I had DVOA and EPA, Bucky, but I'm going to put that aside because I I like talking to a guy who who watches the tape. But my question for you is how many teams can really play that press man and how many teams actually do play the man-to-man that we saw from Kansas City in the Super Bowl?
2: All right. Well ahead. I mean well I mean the team the teams that they play, like the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs, they play man to man. So like if you're the 49ers, you're not measuring yourself against the bottom feeders. You're not measuring yourself against the Carolina Panthers and the Atlanta Falcons and some of those teams. It's the best of the best. So what you have to do is figure out, okay, if we match up against those elite teams that have elite corners, can our guys on the outside win and win consistently? Right now, we can look at numbers, we can look at where they played, uh, they haven't been able to do it. So the challenge is to Ayuk, and guys took Ayuk out of it, but Samuel, can he win versus man-to-man? I'm saying that's that's the number one thing. That would be the question when it comes down to paying them and all of those. Stuff. If they're going to continue to run the offense back the way that they run it, those guys have to win man-to-man coverage because everyone is going to copy what the Browns did, they're going to copy what the Chiefs did, and they're going to challenge those guys to win man on man coverage. Okay, so
0: Bucky, I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put thoughts in your head then. What you're telling me is that you can't put $50 million into these two players based on the skill set that they've shown, at least so far. So if that's the case, what would you do?
2: Well, I don't know if you have to do anything right now with Brandon Ayuk. Like, I know there's a rush, but, like, he still has the fifth-year option to play on, right? I think he still has the fifth-year option before he's, he's not free. So what you do is you make him play on the option, and then eventually you figure it out because, let's be honest, after next year they're going to have to reset the entire program because after next year they're going to have to pay the quarterback if the quarterback continues to play like that. So once you pay the quarterback, you can't pay everybody else. And so that's the time where you have to reset the entire team.
0: Yeah, but Bucky he he's not showing up without a new deal.
2: Okay, you know what happens? Yeah, you know, I know. this is why cuz Mark is <laughs> right. so nice. But guess what? The <laughs> CBA has things in it where if he doesn't show up, it would be very punitive to his pocketbook. I understand. So sit here and act like that, and we can play tough like, no, 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 we got to pay him, or he won't show up. If you're not in a situation where you can pay everybody, you just have to hold off, and you got to wait and see, because you're going to have to make a determination. It's going to be Debo or Brandon Ayuk, because when you pay the quarterback, because Brock is not going to pay for less than a million in his fourth year. You're going to have to pay him. And so when he gets up into that $40, $50 million range, somebody has to t- suffer. So... I don't know if I could pay him right now because you still got others unless you're going to cut Eric Armstead, you know, reduce his number down so then you have Brandon Ayotte. So all of that stuff plays with
4: it. Yeah, and Drake Greenlaw is another guy that they might, uh, you know, it'd be tough emotionally, but they might end up cutting him as well. And some talk about maybe Kyle Juszczyk, the fullback as well. Do you think that we're in a, a spot in the league, Bucky, that the Kansas City Chiefs have shown other teams what you can do to stop this Niner offense?
2: Well, I think you certainly have to look at it. Um, they had an issue with the man coverage. Uh, the thing about um, the Niners, they've always been able to exist because of the way they play, the real tight, condensed formations, the crossing routes to running game. You want to play zone against that because you're scared that the communication issues and the potential of picks and rubs will create big play opportunities. But it can't be the Chiefs. And a
0: Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend
2: today. Stephen Brown showed that you can play man-to-man against them. So there going to be other teams to try and take that blueprint and formula and do it. Now, Kyle Shanahan do a great job of kind of like adjusting to the adjustments, but they're going to see more man coverage because it has been a thorn in their side when teams have been able to do it.
0: Bucky Brooks with us, Willard and Dibs. Do you have any issue with the way the whole Steve Wilkes thing played out?
2: Uh, the only issue that I have with it was like, if it was an ill fit and like that's I think, I think what, I think the troubling part is right after the super bowl, the players didn't take any accountability for their part and the team's loss cow didn't appear to take any accountability for any of those things. And then they just fired the defense coordinator. I will say with Wilkes, but man, he was a man on the island because when you bring a new leader in, but you keep all the assistants up under him that are used to a different style under Sala and Ryan's, it's going to be hard for that guy to fully function running a system that's not his system. It's like me having you come to my house, but I say, Mark, you got to speak to my kids in Spanish if you don't know Spanish. So you're trying to keep up and learn Spanish Mm -hmm. on the fly. That's what Steve Wilkes was doing. Kyle Shanahan wanted him to run the system that was in place and he's never called a game in that system. So there's going to be some rough moments when it comes to that. And he never got a chance to like without resistance, put his own, his own signature on the
0: defense. I'd have walked right in there and have been like, hola, Paquito Brooksies. <laughs> I'd have done it. I'd have tried. But you're right. You're right. It probably would have been It would have been clunky. All right, so wait. But circle back on this, Bucky. Play it out with me. Because I know what you're saying. The Niners have leverage. But you also don't want to play the first five games without Ayuk. Or you don't even want what Bosa did with the Niners last year, where it goes up to two days before the, the the first game of the year, like wh- wh- how would you actually handle this? You're you're suggesting the Niners just say, Brandon, you've got to play, and if he misses a few games or 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 doesn't play up to par, oh well. Because like you said, this kind of feels like a, a, a huge year for the Niners to take to finally take advantage of what they've got.
2: I mean, it's a final year; they can do it because after this year, they got to reset it. But you got to look at the other things what are you willing to part with to make sure that brandon not is happy are you willing to part with some of the people on the defensive front we're not we're going to reduce eric armstead's salary we're going to figure out a way to exist without uh re-signing or doing anything with chase young but we're going to make sure that our offense is able to get it done but when you look at their team the team is built on the offense and the defensive line and I just think I just think it's going to be tough to keep everybody happy. High price running back, one high price receiver, tight end, fullback, left tackle. I mean, there are a lot of things where you're paying. I just don't know if you can continue to pay another wideout.
0: Bucky, I know you're in New Orleans. Where where is Siri taking you right now?
2: Oh, uh, we're leaving the HBCU Legends game. We're going back to the hotel. Just kind of hanging out with my buddies. In
4: one and a half Good spot to do it. Nice. nice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Bucky. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming on. Bay Area doesn't hate you.
2: Oh, I mean, look, the Bay Area. They like. I don't understand why. Like, they think I have something against the Niners, the Warriors. I love the Bay.
0: You do have something the Niners, against I'm the Bay. Warriors. No, you're 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 a Laker fan. I, I'm not
2: a Laker fan. I'm not Laker Lakers.
0: Do, do, Laker. Is your son a Laker fan? Yes or no? And do you bring him to games? Yes or no?
2: I mean, he does like LeBron. Uh-huh. So I, do, I do bring him on occasion, so but that's that's automatic.
0: I'm sorry, you don't get. Yeah, it, yeah that's just that's that's I, the I way it goes.
2: Understand. I just felt like like I woke up and there was violence in my Twitter mentions, and i was like, <laughs> what? is going off. well. Every Bay Area fan is like upset and mad. Feelings are hurt. and I'm like, man, it's like a week away. It's too soon, Bucky. It's like, too yeah, soon. And, and you came
4: down the road of the one thing that we love the most about Brendan Ayuk, his route running. Oh, those routes. Okay, but like I singled the group out. I didn't cite him by name.
2: I said the group there. I
4: use Crow now. Well, oh, he's the only good. one who runs routes. Debo right. just gets the ball and runs and goes crazy. And Juwan Jennings and and Chris Conley. Those aren't really guys that we really care about we're, like that. We're a sensitive group yes. right now, Bucky. We're a sensitive group. Very, uh, very, like
2: very, very sensitive. Like yeah. I'm, I'm worried about what's going on
0: in the Bay Area. And and, and you should be I'm worried about. You it. should be. It rains every day, and we can't win the big one, Bucky.
2: Now that is a, is, is time for another conversation because now. I'm beginning to worry, like, why they can't seal the deal. Like, they've had multiple opportunities to get this done, but they've had right. leads, and this team is built for it. I don't I don't understand what's going on, and it only gets harder yep. because now you have an older team playing on a, a, a win-or-go-home situation next year. Man, I don't know. There haven't been many teams that have gone from runner-up to champion the next year.
4: And no coach has ever lost two and then gone on to win one. So when you say they, don't you really mean he – As in Kyle Shanahan? I mean,
2: look, the pressure's on him, right? The pressure's on because Mm -hmm. now I don't disagree with what he did in overtime. And here's why I'll say that. The defense was just coming off a 10 or 11-play drive. They were absolutely gassed. If they go right back on the field, Pat Mahomes goes right down the field against a tired defense with no passers. Thank you. So I understand that part of it. The thing that is more kind of damning is, the players acting like what? Yes. I didn't know. It's like my kids. Like I told y'all, <laughs> I can't have, y'all can't have desserts after what? What? I didn't know. With Snicker bar all on the side of their mouth and stuff like that. Like <laughs> what? Like what are we doing? I don't understand. Like right. how they don't but, understand the OT rules. And then they said, "Oh, no one ever told us." Like what? Yeah, but
0: no, Bucky. You you just now you know why your Twitter mentions are are a hot mess is because we've been walking around peacocking for six months. Like, not only do they got the best roster in football, but this is a group that, like, loves being together, and it's buttoned up. This is tight. And then the second the Super Bowl ended, we're like, this looked like a house of cards. Like, Ayuk is crying. Nick Bosa is saying we weren't prepared. Kyle Juszczyk doesn't know the rules. Steve Wilkes is fired. Like, the whole thing, to us, felt like it was a fake Hollywood backdrop all of a sudden.
2: It it does feel like that. And I am worried that until the team, like coaches and players just kind of own the shortcomings and just say, hey, man, we just came up short. We didn't get it done. We got to do better or whatever. I wonder about them coming back. And the Steve Wilkes thing is just part of, like Nick is saying, like, hey, the players, we weren't prepared, all that other stuff that took place throughout the year where the players are kind of taking bail shots at, the coach and the style and those things, I just worry about all of that other stuff, particularly when it appears that the next defensive coordinator is going to be an internal hire. Are they going to respect someone at the front of the room that has not called a game before? Because if it's an internal candidate, that's what you're looking at. That's the word
0: on the street, huh? Internal?
2: Well, yeah, because Kyle has said he wants the same system, the same style of play, the things that have allowed their players to be blue-chip players. He doesn't want to change that. Or you can't bring somebody from the outside in. Unless you can bring Pete Carroll. You can bring Pete Carroll in to run the system that they run. What, no, what so about somebody inside?
0: What about Brandon Staley?
2: Oh man, you talk about fun, I, man. Brandon Staley and Kyle Shanahan. You talk about the arrogance that Brandon Staley displayed when he was with the LA Chargers and he's going to take over that defense. And Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate yeah.
4: you using the A word because that's always been a little bit of a trigger for my partner, the arrogance of Kyle Shanahan.
0: Well, but I mean... I but I, mean, but I, I, I like that, though. Like, yeah, like that. arrogance like, doesn't arrogance, bother me.
4: Arrogance is fine. That this, doesn't
0: bother me. Like, when you win,
2: like, you can be arrogant. Yeah. And those things, like, all that
0: stuff is fine. All right, Bucky, we'll let you go, man. Thank you, brother. All
2: right, man. Talk to you. Okay,
0: picture
3: this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.